0: Into the straight at the 150, pride of Jenny, a half length, Amelia's Jewel moves up on the outside, takes pride of Jenny, is coming clear, great pipe opener, bring on the cox plate, Amelia's Jewel, three quarters of a length.
1: Welcome to Bet Doctor, Behind the Curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in the Gold Coast, sunny Gold Coast, with Johnny Walter, Everest Week, up and about.
2: I double dropped the, oh, what's that? riddle? No, no, I had that. And what else do I have? What's that other stuff? you need a lot to get. pre yeah. Oh, it's going to be a long show for you. Is it? Yeah, especially with some of the pre-show talk about the horses you're declaring. Oh, you're up against it.
1: It's going to be a great show. I can. Uh, I feel good things are going to happen here. And uh, first off, I'm off the bat, uh, public apology, King's Gambit. It isn't a flea. It, uh, yeah, I thought, wow. The Red Sea
2: parted. I did. I think Saloon passage. I, can, I'm taking blame in my preview where I, I admit I was wrong. I think I marked it $17. I might have let it a little bit out. I said it needs a Stephen Bradbury-like situation, and it kind of got that, didn't it? Like they—I don't 100%. know what Timmy was doing, going for lane eight and uh, opening up the highway for Tommy to come up. But um, yeah, jury's still out. That, that whole race was weird. I was wrong, but I'm still worried.
1: Osmosis. Yeah, I said oh, maybe next prep. You sort of laughed at me. What about this prep? And then Celestial Legend. Did they think there was another 200, 400 metres? Another weird ride.
2: Well, I think McAvoy's actually retired. Um, I don't know if he actually <laughs> tries anymore. Um, is Jamie retired? Yeah. Jamie Spire? Uh, well, she's got excuses. Yeah, I, I, poor old Celestia. He just seems like he's a half run behind and he's a half run behind in the run. And Like he said, he ran similar sections to the winner and didn't look like that, did it visually. So he's, he's on track for something. I just don't know what it is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Les packed him up and... Bought him back in the autumn and he's a serious horse. Mm.
1: DK, Nico, welcome to the show
3: down in uh, Melbourne. Oh, we are here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> well you are. You're the Sydney is late but you're here. The Sydney yeah, Bet yeah. Doctor show. Fair dinkum. Hey? Yeah, Ooh. where are you?
2: you I'm on off a bit head. late. I'm up here and
3: I've just sat in gridlocked. I'll tell you what, Nico, hey, like, <laughs> to keep motivated, yourself motivated on the pun, hey, After you've been going a long time, you're getting to my age, like <clears throat> the number one I do is the thing I do if I've had a bad losing run and so I go look at Seek, see what's there, and it just motivates you just to get back on the bike and just keep going hard on the punt because it's just shit. <laughs> and the other one is sitting in gridlock traffic with all the other pickles, piss and rain, <laughs> took me twice the time to get in here. It's just another motivation to get home and just keep back and win like, seriously. Wouldn't Fine. happen at the Gold uh, Coast. Oh, my. It's horrendous out there this morning. Horrendous. How are you, Nicko?
0: Yep. Uh, <laughs> better than DK. Uh, but I did sit in the traffic as well. But uh, looking forward to Saturday. Terrific racing in Sydney and, uh, gee, a belter card at Caulfield as well. So uh, plenty of plenty of races to bet in. Uh, I think you've got to pace yourself across the weekend, but uh, it's going to be terrific racing.
1: Now, I'm wearing the, um, the Masters hat because – John and I went to the Masters with one of the owners of Gold Trip who you said couldn't win a Hotham. So.
2: What about when you introduced me to that bloke and he's off his choppers and the thing and I was ready to stab him and go home from Augusta and then, no, he did turn out a good fella. Um, no, he's all right, young man.
1: apology for his horse. It won what far
2: like the other day. Mate, you want apologies from 18 months ago. You make 35 terrible statements a week and you're holding me to one. Where I said no feet, no horse, and every start they got off, they like oh, we just can't believe this thing's feet are falling off, and it just keeps running like Farlat. But um, no, he's he's a he's a very good horse, isn't he? Like he uh, when he's when he's able to show what he's capable of. But he's two runs back this time, it to be great, and um, doesn't look like there's much competition around if he if he holds that level. But the second horse in reflection was an astronomical run for a bit further.
1: Nico, you you saw all these horses in the yard. I noticed uh, gold trip, you had third pick. I still didn't make it a winner despite uh, $30 being on the boards. Silly me. But um, what's your uh, takeaway from the Turnbull and a couple of those big races? Well, he probably found a really good setup for him, you know, out the back in a
0: fast run race. you know a few of those horses that were close to the speed probably really copped it late and he ran up to you know somewhere near his his best figures in the Melbourne Cup. So if he can do that again in a Caulfield Cup or a Cox plate, you think he's going to be thereabouts again? Romantic he definitely needed a run from a point of view. I think you'd probably the easiest way to explain he was just too fresh. Um, so I think you'll definitely take a lot of improvement out of that. Wouldn't necessarily be ruling him out for a Cox plate, but he probably doesn't have the stranglehold on it that we thought. Um, and yeah, Sulcombe and a few others are good, good hit outs for the cups, but uh, yeah, Gold Trip I don't know where they go. There's still a lot of speculation. Read really that. Caulfield he wouldn't Cup. even.
3: I was listening on the way in. He wouldn't commit either. Yeah. Sort of saying, yeah, it's in the. He, wouldn't he could. Commit. He could run in all three again. He could. He's yeah. why not? Just and the, you know, there's gets a bit of sting out. Bit of rain like today. Yep. Uh, I think that was the key though on the weekend, wasn't it? That his feet were right and he was able to get. There's that bit of jar out of the track from the rain the previous week, and he he got his toes into it, and that's the perfect perfect track for him. But so, I'm with Walt. Second horse was extraordinary. Run extraordinary. Like what was the
1: second horse? West Wind blows. West Wind
3: blows. Oh mate, the work it did, the run, and then was still finding the line. Like they're all getting to it, and then went ag- it went again. And um, its last sections like it's terrific for further. Oh yeah, I was with oh, it was wild. Well, it, it was a massive run, four wide, had to roll up outside a froggy going ten links above standard, and Stern still found to hit the line. Like extraordinary run. And what
1: horse is, it? is that going to go to the Caulfield Cup or Cox Plate? Nico? Caulfield Cup. Yeah, he'll be, is he'll is be, fa- he'll be equal favorite
0: for the playing. Caulfield Cup with um. Without a fight. a fight and Solcom probably third pick, I would have thought. So yeah, it's gonna be a terrific race, that, uh, And you've got well, a few Sol- horses. Malcolm
3: just keeps falling out of the gates. It's gonna be you know, he's drawing low and he's been able to suck through lately, but I know he's going good and he's hitting the line, but he's just he's it's he's, he's not stopping falling out of the gates. Every start, he's doing the yeah, same he's giving thing. Giving away a big like advantage and to be, a few of the others, isn't he? Yeah. There? And if he goes he's gonna to have to go back and come around him, you know, it's a different scenario. He's been able to suck through on the inside lately, so but he's going good. I'm not, not knocking that.
2: timmy the lead on it. <laughs> it's Blake could bounce it out. Exactly. Yeah. Don't. No, so Blake couldn't bounce. He wrote it, didn't he? He won on it, didn't he? First up,
1: big shit. Hmm. Jamie, give it the spar out the back. All right. It's going to be an absolute uh, ball terror. I have got a feeling from some of the uh, the pre chat uh, chatter, waiting for DK to uh, roll in. Donnie's um pretty bullish at Eagle Farm and gonna take on a couple uh that uh Walt doesn't have much of an opinion on, at least one anyway. Got the Everest, the Sea Silver Eagle, and um hopefully another little uh, moral or a, a good little betting race there up in uh Sydney at Ramwick, weather looks good. Uh Nico uh Konasana was a was a cracker at the Valley. What? Gigi's
3: jet. What's did, watch, did I watch the same race as you? Well, it won. <laughs> you said it trotted up on the on the on the run sheet. <laughs> It's won by a long neck. The three things charging at it. Another three bounds it gets beat. Anyway, still, a
2: c- it's still a a no for other... Nicky's. A, a Nick an exciting situation, you G- know. Like... GG's no
3: gemstone. Another, another, another it, one that yeah, trotted pissed up. pissed
1: in too, didn't it, Nico? Fell
0: yep. in. But what's your saying, DK? No, no stories on the scoreboard. No, no room yeah. on the
3: score on the scoreboard for stories. That is the, exactly right. Just put the one or zero down.
2: DK, did you watch? Um... Scoot's moral in Adelaide last Camel. week, This superior turn of foot it showed. Uh, Camel. Uh, when, do you, when does the turn of foot kick in?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think
2: I'm going to look
1: at the. Yeah, I'd yeah, like to like off
3: on Walt scoot. It was terrible, know. that one.
1: Needs 2,500. Right,
3: Adelaide, mate. No good.
1: Yeah, I'm going to put myself back at the Caulfield this week. You'll probably
2: find Adelaide or You, huh? oh my you. I'll put my hand up for that one. That,
1: that was definitely my all my fault, that <laughs> Turn one. of
2: foot. I set three alarms to make sure I didn't watch that after the preview. I'm watching if this thing's got a turn of foot. It's all right. Holy crap. DK <laughs> and I get married next week. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Bounce back! You just got to keep picking yourself up uh, off the canvas. I tell you, what, I think we've uh, found the key to Asa. He's a fresh horse all over Star Patrol last week. It was too strong. He's going to have a week off this week, and he's back next week. So gap between runs, I think that's that's his go. But uh, balls on the line, it was short, and uh, he declared it. So um,
2: he's another horse with dodgy feet that's just got a huge engine, isn't he? It's good. Yeah, weird, it was interesting.
3: It did, did sorry, just as butinsko did it completely the opposite way to what it did the start before. Yeah, like it was yeah. fastest late on the weekend where the other day it was fastest early. So he's a, he's a good horse. No, as Walt said, he's he's, a, he's got some issues. But um, what are they going to? Champion sprint or something, huh? Yeah, I think they'll
0: keep him fresh for that. Last day of the carnival. And do you think of the, the ratings he's sort of producing, he'd be somewhere thereabouts. He's probably not one of our top sprinters, yeah. but – that Race, they can kind of the top sprinters can be over the top a bit. That champion's day, even all the top horses that race in those races. And we saw last year, you know, Nature naja Strip and Gear Kick went at their best, and Rockin' Horse won. So, yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah. the right race for a horse like him to hit, you know, nice and fresh and just uh in the well, well, zone, which lots he is of
1: straight. great training performance with uh Clinton with this horse. And I did hear because I, I think uh maybe Walt and a few of us were a little bit worried he might be flat, but I think. He, he said uh, after the race that only galloped him once, so they just kept him ultra fresh, and they're really mindful that they didn't want to gut him after that first up run. So,
3: really good training. But they just getting smarter, and, aren't they? I mean, the, well, as punters, all of us. The first thing you think, you know, the three weeks—got to have three weeks off that run. There it is, three weeks. You know, they're just a lot smarter. The trainers these
1: days. Top sports steamer getting getting smarter. They did uh, the Macarena was heavily backed, and gee, that was an easy watch. I knew it? what they
2: were doing there. Jesus. Well, it wasn't an easy watch. They'd sat outside a fast speed, but it just gapped them anyway. It's just mm. a bloody good horse. You, yeah.
1: Have they turned the corner, the Hawks' statement? In Sydney, not in
0: Melbourne. It's a big
2: bend. It's a big bend, and they're probably a long way you know, from getting around it.
0: Their winners in Melbourne are coming from Sydney. They're not no, the ones that are prepped got, up here. Got so got nothing down here. I would say that's probably the <laughs> the edge in the Melbourne horse at the moment. If they've run in Sydney and then come down, like Fajita Sand that won at um, Sandown in a few weeks, it's probably Learjet. the right play. What do you get Well, they just
2: write everything negative, isn't it? Just weird that Macarena sat outside the leader two starts in a row and won. Like it's just they're just out the back on every horse. Anyway, not happy. Most of them with a little flapper upon it that can find a dead end. Hey, old mate, Zacky. Jesus, not, he's not in my good books.
1: Top Sport uh, are in our good books. They're uh, big sponsors of the show and they've been in the game for 40 years. So they'll be uh, hopefully pinning the ears back this week. Everest, big betting race for them, no doubt. And uh, when they put the odds up, they bet minimum bet laws. So a lot of operators wait, but uh, they put the odds up and then they bet. So make sure uh, you get an account with them and uh, give them a crack. And hopefully they can uh, do a little bit of bob over the uh, spring, hearing perhaps good things uh, on the horizon for Top Sport. So, little bit of uh, hope. Mm, it's good. Yeah, which is good. So uh, they're obviously uh, Bathurst fighting too, the f-
3: Bathurst too, so Bathurst. It was all Bathurst. Watching Bathurst. There's the big top sport thing down the back straight or wherever it was. Sponsoring Bathurst or doing whatever he's doing. Good show. What was it, six or seven hours of just circle work? <laughs> it's,
2: it's, it's a tough track, is like, you, you only tune into Bathurst when it rains, mate. Yeah. Well, because they end up up trees and everything. It goes crazy when it rains around that joint. Yeah, last, the last year was
0: crazy. They were caught yeah. everywhere. But... He's got a mortgage on him, that New Zealand driver. What's his name? Ben Gisbergen. He's,
1: he just kills him. Yeah, you're having a bad day if Bathurst on the menu for mine. Caulfield, a uh, bit of rain about Nico. I'd say there's going to be roughly 10 to 15 mil prior to Saturday. Thoughts track with, with that rain?
0: Oh, it'd be perfect. I, just I mean, think um, just means they, they won't have to irrigate, won't They're it? prepared for it, haven't they? And yeah. they said this morning. Uh, well, I've, I've heard that they have said this morning it will be still a good fall because they probably won't have to put as much irrigation on the track, which I think is perfect for the track could play. It's you know nearly nearly a perfect scenario. We had similar at Flemington where you get all the rain before the meeting and then it's it's top notch for the day. So um, yeah, this time of year if they have to get the irrigators out a lot can create lanes and all that kind of rubbish. So uh, Saturday should be perfect conditions. You would have thought. So
1: keen to bet up. <laughs> Beautiful. Love hearing that. Race one at Caulfield is the bet, Grand Handicap, over $1,700. And this is where one of your best bet comes up. Uh, Kettle Hill, $5 favourite, Far Flung. Good winner from you last time at $5. Matron Bullwinkle, one of mine, $6.50. Convener, $9.00. Mactube, $9.50. Albanian, am 12 Our Empress Zoe, 12. Chicago Bear from the Dubbo Cup. Some weird things with this horse, $14.00. Worst fold, $17.00. Red Sun Sensation, $18.00. Thought-provoking. 18 grand piero 21 and that would probably um round out the chances here but uh kettle hill was the eye catcher you thought first up had a few convictions this horse but uh Big finish here. Yeah, he has. This was a good race. This was a, a benchmark 84, and a
0: lot of these horses sort of are bring in this stronger form. To his insides, Wishlaw Lass, who's come out and won since, um, and she goes into ladies' day, Vaz's favorite, Ferretti, um, battling away there in second. He's come out and run well since, and Golden Path back to the inside. He had a big boom on him. Probably didn't run to his best in the Seattle Stakes, but he's a better horse than that. I thought this was a good run. Really hit the line well. Um, first up over 1,300 meters. He's had a little bit of a gap between runs, about... 30 days, but he gets to the mile and he gets Mark Zara going on for the first time. He did trial this horse leading to this campaign. Uh, I think they might have just worked him out. He's always shown a lot of talent. Um, his SP profile suggests that he's you know never started longer than five dollars fifty here in Australia. On that day, it was off the map in betting, so he's been a little bit costly. Uh, I think probably his best run last preparation. He bumped into Muhamek, who was absolutely flying at the time, and um, you know went up to Queensland and was racing against Antino. So I think now second up. Um, Mark are going aboard he's a bit of a go-to for the stable and I thought just from the map he might be able to get a really good run from barrier number 5 and on a day where you could label a lot of them um, like most punters are going to I thought this might be one at sort of $5 you could have something on and you uh, gives you a really good run for your money I, I would expect him to at least run a place if you're looking to play that way um, but I think around $5 he's, he's probably one of the better value chances on the day where there probably isn't much hanging around uh, so I thought 5 bucks was a good price
1: couple of horses that caught my eye, obviously Albanian IM was one that you tipped a couple of starts ago, Nico, held up at the Valley, and then the other horse that I didn't mind in this one was Tube. Yeah, I hope Tube goes to Hamilton
0: in the country series race, uh, worth, I think, 80000 there, and then they get into a $500,000 final if they run top two. So if he goes to Hamilton, I think you can definitely back him. He was a good run last start at Flemington, and Albanian am, he's going well, I uh, Maybe think he's a big track horse, so maybe getting back to Flemington as well for him might be suited. But he could also go to Hamilton. So I thought with a few things to play out, like this race could even get weaker than what it is at the moment. I don't think Farflung's much of a danger coming through inferior form. Just had the right run last start. Probably got our money out of him. And Kettle Hill just looks looks the one that's uh, a bit deadly. Second up with MZ. Any thoughts here,
3: DK? Oh, not really. Didn't have a great look. Just I was looking at a couple of Albania. ams one of mine because same thing. I found it when I went at Flemington and. Um, uh, another one similar to read Sun Sensation. I thought it comes out of that um, what race at a Minimal when a Minimal got beat. You know, the thing yeah. just got up the front and uh, Buffalo River and ran them. They'd be a lot fitter for that and it's stepping up in trip. Yeah, a few good
0: judges tipping him. So, right. yeah, you could, you yeah. could make case of 20s for sure. Yeah, well,
3: that's, and that's the right odds for Moody. I mean, he had Legacies go last week. I mean, legalists. you know, like another Moody favourite, just cast. Anyway. DK's little Moody model. Hmm. Mm,
1: sub three dollars. Be interesting uh, to run the stats and see how that goes. All right, Nico's gonna try and bookend it with his uh best bets, and this won't be a surprise to many. We're going to race 10, the two rack. And Amelia's uh jewel has opened up a uh, short favorite here, 235 into 210. No scratchings there, Antino $7, drawn 17's a worry. Prior to Jenny $12, the inevitable $13. Here to shock $14, pinstripe $18, amenable $19, pounding $21, attrition $21. Uh, And then you've got horses like Corner Pocket, Myoba and Ironclad um, and the rest. Amelia's Jewel, we spoke about this one. uh, Absolute cracking uh, ride here from uh, Damien Lane. Yeah, it was. Probably a good ride from Froggy as well.
0: Great ride from Froggy. Took took a lot of the other chances out of the race and she's just way too good for Amelia's Jewel. Like just watching this replay, just look how soft she is. Like they've gone so fast still. They've broken the track record he's barely even hit her with the whip. Yeah. I just can see her really improving off this run. I think she's really set to peak there, third up. Uh, I think she's going to find a very another fast run race. Uh, Turak they never go that slow, and there's a lot of horses that want to spot early, and probably a few horses that are going to be up on top of the speed that don't have a lot of chance. So um, prior to Jenny's in this race, she's usually a bit slow away, but they've obviously found the key to riding her. She led in the Coolmore and nearly pinched it, and then their last start, so they're probably going to be all guns blazing to lead, even if she is slow away, which could force a few of the others. What does Antino do from the draw? So I think she's going to find a very another fast run race um, which I think will be perfect coming out of that event and I just don't think we've seen anywhere near the bottom of her um, you know her wins over in Ascot she um, she was pretty dominant there winning the Kingston Town that form ties in through Cascadian all of her runs this campaign you know betting life lessons um, you can tie that into a few of the better horses because she beat Princess Grace and I think you can make a real case throughout her career she should be unbeaten um, I reckon if Damien Lane was riding her over in Ascot she will run those two races so 100% Um I think she's really good. I think she's probably one of the best milers we have in the country. I would be backing her to win the weight for age race on Saturday at the right price, and I think this is this is just a gimme. She's nearly she's not thrown in at the weights, but she's weighted pretty well, um, getting the mare's allowance and the minimum weight of 52 kilos. So um, she's only going to give, you know, four kilos to the horses on the minimum, and she's a much better horse. So perfect race shape. Damien Lane just keeps her out of trouble from barrier 12 uh and she'd just be winning i thought she was probably the the best of the spring to be honest i can't see her getting beat how's the
1: um how's the way she was just sort of skipping along between the four to the 200 there in that
2: replay you're right I, she looked like she was just she, absolutely... she got a lot out of that huh? you got a big response from that well she right? just
1: looked like she was absolutely jogging no, like I, I can remember like winks going around the valley and how balanced that she was and like that's the horse that i immediately thought of if this horse runs 2000 meters christ almighty it's it's going to be hard to beat in the Cox Plate if she can get to that sort of trip. Especially
2: if she's running in the Golden Eagle. Do um, oh, you think she's going to go that way? No, I, I think
3: that's that's. I think it's leading more that way. I'd go. I that think way, it, it is.
2: Yeah, I'd go that way for the
0: money, but I think it is. That's just and me. I think with I like the, money. the nature of what the two potentially could be, it could be a very fast run race. Then she's going to have to go, you know, track record at Mooney Valley into a fast run two and say she wins. Where does that leave her for a two thousand meter race in two weeks? I think it'd be much easier yeah. to bring her back to yeah. fifteen, keep her nice and fresh. And I, I'd be going to the eagle.
3: I think it's more Simon too because he's like he's obviously from here. He's grown up passionate racing man. He's always loved the Cox Plate, where the owners a bit more. He's from WA. You know, right. you can see, money. like you say, he
2: sick to win the Cox Plate. He's sick to win the <laughs> Cox Plate. You can just feel it, can't you? Like, yeah. He couldn't give a shit about the money.
3: <laughs> like, no. Yeah. No. But, uh, he, he, he had the best night of his life there the other night when she won that night. Sitting yeah. out there on the floor drinking cans and high-fiving the punters. It was the biggest thing. Imagine Cox Plate Day. I, I think he'd, ra- he'd, rather run,
2: he'd rather get beaten the Cox Plate and run a race than win the Golden Eagle, I, I would say.
3: Yeah. yeah. It, like from a personal. Yeah. Interesting. I think they're, yeah they're still tossing it up, but um, geez, he's inevitable. Run well, won't he? Well, that, it's gotta well, it's danger, got to be the only it? game. It's got to be the chance. It's got to be the only danger. thirteen dollars? I know the favourite, but geez, good price for mine. Mm. It, it yeah, is thought-
2: coming out the worst Epsom
0: in the history of the world, but yeah, no luck. Him and Pinstripe Just seem like the horses that are really set their prime. Pinstripe's obviously won the fee and yeah. kept nice and fresh. Going Likes enormous. fast run races. Run prior, bumped into Mister Brightside at Caulfield. Mm. He, him probably attrition and the inevitable with the ones I thought he'd play. If you want to play exotics, but yeah, you know, I'd be surprised if she's getting beaten. Amelia's Jewel. Think you know, the the days to come are probably for the connections and sad days for the punters. Sad days the
2: day you can get a really good result out of her. Yeah, I completely agree. Like first up, fourteen hundred, I was worried about her being underdone. Second up to a mile, wouldn't suit a horse with her profile. She may end up you know two thousand meter plus horse, but yeah, you know, she just screams like she's going to peak here.
3: Was just the way Frosty rode her too. There, like he knew he'd used her early. Knew he was chasing Froggy on a fast horse and still was kind to her. Like, no she'd just get it done for him, you know? So, um, just the arrow. I'll, I'll look, sometimes I look at that, how, how confident the jockeys ride him, you know, especially on first starters or things. With, you know, they say, fuck, why is he riding it? He must have a good opinion of this horse, even if it got beat. Like, he hasn't even used the whip. Nah. And nah, <laughs> <don't> they've <laughs> run a track record. All
0: right,
1: mm, yeah. that's scary. All right, we might just flick through a couple uh, quick ones Alligator, Blood Race, Seven Might and Power. This is an interesting one. Just fine. Uh, Four dollars in in that market. GWA looks like it's flying. Lindemann's going okay. Poof, oh, just fine. I'd love to just lay the guts out of uh, just jokes. fine. Just just huh? Yeah. Twenty five hundred.
2: They forgot, they they forgot the nomin for the Caulfield. <laughs> it's the only <laughs> reason it's in here. Whoa. And uh I, Yeah. No. It's just not gonna. Yeah, I don't know whether they'll use it as a bunny or the, – the, the only thing that scares me in this race, I had a good look at it with Timmy, is this horse deny knowledge. Number one, why is it in the race? Two, why have they left the jockey on it? And three, what's it going to do? Um, it, like it just looks like it's going to go psycho every race and hopefully it sort of bounces and maybe clears them and, and is a bunny for the rest of them because it could, could create some carnage if it sort of half misses it and takes off.
0: Well, that was the problem last start. She was in that stocks and she missed the start and Mm. then she got crossed and they just had to take their medicine. Same thing happened in the fee and she missed the start and then they worked to the lead and went at that breakneck tempo and she was just fading late, but- um, I would have thought if she misses the start from two, Linderman was ridden quiet last start from one. I think they'll be looking to take a sit him at two thousand meters, and then it's really just what Just Fine and Alligator Blood do. I know a lot of people saying, "Oh, this could be a very high pressure, fast tempo race." But if, Deny knowledge, misses the start and Timmy's just straight on there, straight to the fence, takes the lead, Double. Just Fine doesn't want the lead. She could just be pocketed and might not, not even have a chance to go around him. I can't see Maria leading on Linderman from one. No I way. I think there could be. You know, if this, this is a slot, I think there is a chance this could be a lot slower run than people think just because the way they could get out of the barriers. Obviously, if Deny Knowledge jumps and she beats them all out, well, then it's a completely different race. But uh, it's, it was a fascinating race to do the form on from that point of view. And I think a lot of people probably have the angle that it's just going to be this fast run race. But if Timmy just jumps, finds the lead, and, you know, Deny Knowledge is stuck behind him, what are they going to do? It's going to be the same as last start.
2: Yeah, there's no way Just Fine's going to be busting alligator blood if that's how it falls.
1: Mm, this will just be tick over runs, have they? Have they? it. It's all sweet for the Melbourne Cup, though, isn't it? Who's that? Do you get an automatic? You, are you just in with oh, the I metro? I just
2: finds in the Melbourne. Yeah, yeah I don't know how there. the heck it's going. Well, maybe it will run the trip, but yeah, its runs have been astronomical. The three runs we've seen, and it's just unbelievable. You just want it to line up in the Caulfield Cup,
1: and it's Gornsky. Can't get there. Mm. Amazing stuff.
2: Uh, Uncommon James, and as
1: a
3: bit of a coin flip uh, on that one. Any strong opinions either way? Uh, I think probably back up to eleven hundred probably suits uncommon James a bit more. I think she's really best at a thousand metres as for her, at her best she's good. She's she can do with eleven hundred, but I think it suits him him better at up to eleven hundred.
0: Yeah, I think she's probably hit her peak for the preparation on the way down, and I think he's probably not at his peak on Saturday. I think he'll peak third up, so mm. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Ingratiating gives him a fair run from the box seat with B Shin on, but he probably need a few things in his favour to beat them if they're not at their best, but. Yeah, it does look a, a bit of a match
1: racer. Mm, tricky
2: one there. Bryce has sent Keegan Latham to a Caulfield to ride one. Isn't what that is odd? He doing what is he doing? The big man. Hey, he sent Keegan to Caulfield. <laughs> oh my goodness! Has he just lost a couple of num- <laughs> phone numbers there? Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, it's it's a horse. It's a it's a track you want to have ridden before Caulfield. But anyway,
1: crazy, isn't it? Uh, and then the other one in the. Gee, the Herbert Powers come up week, I thought. Karini's $2.50 favourite just by default, I thought, Nico.
0: Yeah, we got a good result out in him last start, Karini. Um, I like this horse, United Nations. The horses out of that 2500 metre race at Flemington that went to the Bart Cummings, most of them overachieved. And I think that was a really good lead in for that race. And it was a very fast run 2500. And Carini doesn't have that platform. He's 17 up to 24. So I think United Nations is the big danger. Um, but Carini's obviously got a lot more upside, and I think Danny O'Brien said this morning, if you can't win that, well, there's probably no point pressing on to any of the other bigger races. So yeah, you're just probably just waiting for the right run there with Carini. But I think he's been 290 to 250, and wouldn't surprise if he jumped shorter.
1: My horse went okay. My little quaddy number horse, uh, Dakwin Sweet Junior. Last time I thought uh, Blake Sheen it might be a bit of a knockout. Gets goes stack house to Blake Sheen mm, it's, it's, it's probably one of the worst Herbert Powers I can remember quite some time so it's going to be a cracking uh cracking race uh, races at Caulfield and we'll have a look at uh, the guineas later but if you want Nico's mounting yard make sure um you subscribe to his telegram package why are we holding five.
2: up for the guineas is it because it's your race
1: moral i've got a moral
2: so, so okay so right. as long as we're going to cover it but i'm going to do you
1: going to do you next and then we'll go back to it just You're to build up me. the
2: anticipation Okay.
1: Anyway, Nico's Telegram is 25 bucks a week, so you have to buy it uh, throughout the spring. Uh, he does all the uh, the metros. You get some Friday nights at the Valley and uh, just the final word, he loves just a little bit of a launch job. So if he's going to uh, triple stamp my moral in the guineas. Bed of the spring. What's that? Amelia? That sounds dual. like a launch. Amelia's Jewel. better of the spring. Yeah. He's very keen. Or it was ain't no done deal at Allen in the cup until they scratched it. Well, collect. Hey? Huh? Collect. Too good. All right, it's uh it's time for uh, Walty up at uh, Randwick, and we're going to go ahead first into race three. It's the old uh, Reginald Allen, uh, and it's over fourteen hundred metres here. Odds courtesy of Top Sport. Arctic Glamour is the favourite here, two dollars forty. Jolly Star six dollars. Kundalini is seven. Aditi is seven fifty. Zelta is uh, nine fifty. Queen of Dragons ten. Broadcaster is seventeen dollars, and we got a bit of a uh. Ruffy here too. Kind words is uh, twenty one dollars, which uh, also picks uh, John's interest. But the first replay we're going to have a look at here is Arctic Glamour from the uh, Ryan Alexio yard.
2: So this looked a good thing, but the fence was good. It was sort of up on speed. It rails out a long way, and halfway through the run, I was about to put my head through the television when the great man Kara decided to go to the fence uh, for whatever reason. I thought he half butchered this horse here, and and what this horse does late is uh, is pretty special like it's just really opening the margins nothing else is doing a lot in the race i don't think it was a super strong race by any means but just what she does to them the arrogance again like running away is pricked always a good sign uh yeah i I just think she's just got way too much upside for these horses pretty much simple as that there's uh, picking holes in setups for a lot of the other horses in the race there's nothing well set up she's ideally set up you know 1400 is not going to be any issue whatsoever and i think it's going to take a pretty um something to go wrong, actually, for her. Well, I expected to start shorter, too. I thought once sort of betting went up yesterday, she'd be one of those early targeted, you know, we see, seem to see those sorts of horses. Truckloaded. Well, truckloaded, and they might get out a bit later towards the start, but, yeah, there's there's not much. Uh, there's good speed. You've got sort of Jolly Star Aditi enough speed in the race, delta all drawn wide, and um, she should just um, – well, the only worry is it is drawn a little bit awkward, but – Having a chat to him already, I thought, you know, if he's just a little bit positive, he's drawn around all the speed. He's sort of in the middle of Jolly Star and Aditi, and if he, they show a bit of initiative and <laughs> push, it should end up sort of fourth, fifth, something like that, and extremely hard to beat from that spot. All
1: right, Kyle, This is the, uh, the knockout roughy. Yeah, uh, so the In the colours out the back.
2: This was a weird day at Newcastle. The results were really strange. It seemed a bit laney, and I don't really know what was going on. Um, the rider didn't really give this horse much of a chance. It was first up, it's down the outside. It doesn't look. Flashy at all, but its earlier runs, like its first preparation, were really good. And just sort of treating this as a clean out and with the blinkers going on, she's just the knockout horse in the race that I thought, you know, sort of 20 to 1 plus um, you are be getting. She sort of gets wound up a little bit late, but I'm just totally, I was treating that as a barrier trial completely and forgetting that run, saying with the blinkers, she could be a different horse. And she's the only horse that stands out to me that could just improve super sharp. And at 20 to 1, I don't want her to beat. Me. I
1: haven't, uh, had a crack at uh, the original line yet any of you boys that had a look in uh, melbourne i haven't got to it yet
0: now a few of those horses like kundalini and adidi like they've got a lot of two-year-old form so now getting to 1400 like i think adidi would have to be a question mark at that distance and kundalini if her form doesn't hold up you know it probably does lend for something that sort of you know outside of the market to really get involved but that yeah that was a huge win last up by arctic Glamour, although she might not have beat much you, you couldn't she couldn't win much better
1: really and she could be uh one out of the box all right, race seven is uh, the Everest uh, DK. Question without notice. Uh, you are sitting up there with the uh,
3: Portal of Red watching the Everest Barrier draw, mate? Oh, yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Wouldn't even know what draws. I knew, I wish I wins drawn one. That's all, because I've seen a thousand posts about it. That's, that's all I know. I wouldn't know what anything else was drawn.
2: Did you, did you not watch it? Did you not watch someone put the sprinklers on and then someone with a $3 projector behind it shooting the numbers <laughs> into the sky?
3: I saw, I saw you tweeting about it. Well, that was all I, I saw, but mate, it must have been a bit of a show.
2: Mate, they were sitting there on the boat looking out the window at a sprinkler <laughs> with a projector behind it that you couldn't even make out what the names or numbers were. Could you? Like, what? What? Oh, wouldn't you just? It. Does, who cares? Like, money whatever, it's but you'd love to know the figure that they paid, wouldn't you? Like, you'd just love to know what the people made out. Of. It would be just laugh. It would be just so funny. I'd love to know. I mean,
1: they're, just, they're, just, they're just, what are they, they're luminous us up for when they actually run the Everest across the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Well, that's what I mean. Like, that's what's had, next.
2: We lit up the Opera House <laughs> there one year. Oh, that was great, whatever. And now we're back Please. to a sprinkler.
1: Like, What?
0: Sounds Tell too you what, big fall from grace, isn't it? <laughs>
2: oh now goodness. you're on the, you're just on the boat, whereas
0: before <laughs> yeah. everything
2: was like, you know, the grouse set up and now you're just on a boat. with. Us.
0: <laughs> it was you fine.
2: should have just had like Bjorn on the roof taking an article of clothing off for every horse that came out and screaming it or something. It would have been more, more interesting. Entertaining.
1: He's very entertaining. Yeah, it would have
2: been more fun. But anyway, too whatever. good. Let's get into the uh, the market courtesy uh Top Sport. Think about it. It's a
1: favourite here, $4.60. Drawn five. I wish I wins a big drift of $4.80. Private I 550. Infrared seven. Cylinder 750. Overpass $10. Uh, Hawaii 50. $12. In secret 12. Bonus notches 14. Espiona 16. Shinzu 17. Alcohol free 41. And then you got Mazo, 51. Uh, and then down to the emergencies, which is Bellin Nipotina, Zapoteo, King of Sparta, and Valana. A couple of replays here for reference the first one we're going to have a look at i think it's the shorts it's uh private eye sitting what three wide punching
2: yeah so it's three wide first up overpass first up in front you've got in secret coming to the outside of uh private eye is it no it's coming well, eventually it does one it's not just this inside it so they're the two looking for runs so they're the four that are in this race um yeah so it's overpass in front went too slow for mine which sort of helped private eye a little bit sitting three wide but they're quite dominant for me. It looks bonish notches. They already had a run in a trial. And for me, I don't think it was getting past those leaders if they went another you know, 400 metres and, and in secret the same. So yeah, my opinion on that race is that the two horses up in front have had a trial since they were first up there and uh, I don't see how the other two can possibly sort of turn the tables on them.
1: All right, the next one we're going to have a look at is uh,
2: think about it. So it's it's box seating here, yellow cap behind the leader and the other horse is uh, Hawaii 5 in the blue cap. The single colors coming down the outside. Both, oh, well, it was first up, Hawaii Five-0 second up, but to, as I sort of said, he's like a 650-kilo horse. So to me, it's pretty much like they're both first up is how I'm treating this race. Uh, think about it. Certainly sort of gets clear quite early and maybe floats a bit because I think Hawaii Five-0 going to go past him. And, and I did hear that even Nash thought he was going to get there and he, and he feels that the, think about it, did lift. So he's got that quality, hasn't he? Sort of taught, 11 starts, 10 wins, uh, drawn ideally. He's going to have a, get his chance here, but it's just whether that form, you know, maybe is a length short of the other horse's form. I like just the two stable mates, uh, Hawaii, uh, sorry, uh, Private Eye, and think about it. I think Private Eye to me has got the quality, he's got the mile form. Um, And I think about it's probably a very adaptive horse too, but. Yeah, as close as a Y five O got there. How do you treat the race? I'm I'm saying they've got good chances. He's just a little bit short in the betting. Is my only worry. We think about it compared to those uh, other three that we've sort of highlighted there. Thoughts, Nico?
0: Yeah, I was with think about it. I think the 1200 meter up, 1200 meter lead up is a good lead up for the the 1200 meter race. I think he'll take good improvement out of that first up run and. Yeah, I think that, that's probably the the thing with this horse. Like he's a winner, but he's never really massacred a field, has he? Just kind of gets the job done. Um, but in a faster run race, you saw in the Stradbroken a faster run race, he sort of was pretty good and that high pressure come out in that group one. So I think high pressure will suit him, gets a good run from the map. Um you think private eyes riding. I'm surprised private eyes 550. I thought you'd probably get a little better, but um I think there is a little bit better around, yeah. Run a great race in this race last year, obviously behind Gear Kick and then Hawaii Five Eyes flying, and then what do you do with I Wish I Win? He's off a very unconventional sort of preparation. I don't think Barrier One's
3: that bad. What do you think, DK? I think he's a better horse, blending and building momentum and swooping. But um, oh, yeah, I don't
2: know. I reckon. reckon, I had a good look at this horse, and I don't think he's a you know the sort of back market sprinter that sharp. He's not that. He really does need to go through his gears to get hit top gear, and then he he doesn't die on his run. So, like gate one for that sort of horse, he's going to need room 400 out, is what I think.
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, Luke Nolan got him that in the Memsey. I know this is a different race. You know, that was a 1400 mm. meter low pressure race compared to a 1200 meter e- Everest, but he he does seem to rise to the occasion more often than not, Luke Nolan. He's got a great record in Group One. So, um, yeah, it's a fascinating horse to assess. Uh, I think if you got sort of $6 and $4, so I wish I'd win and think about it. That'd probably be the play for mine, but I would love it to be a bit wetter. I wish I win. I think he does seem to relish those real wet conditions, but I kind—I found it very hard to go past thinking about it. In secret does get a big jockey change for Zach Burton going on, but um, all the forms at Flemington really that would suggest he's up to these. So, yeah, I was i was thinking about it from uh, I wish I win and probably Hawaii 5-0, the, the overachiever.
3: I like it. It's good it, 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 it
0: that it's opposing you.
3: Yeah, of the, of the middle pinners, I thought uh, Hawaii 5-0 as well. I said, you see it a lot. Like, it was up the front first up. But I thought Nash really found the key to it second up, you know, riding it that bit quieter and, and just savage the lines. Going to lose nothing in J Mac goes on, I think, doesn't he? Um mm. so barrier one concerns, but he, well, he's going to be three back. I'd say he's going to be three back the Rail. Is it? They do run along in this race. Um, it's going to ex- have to extract and wind it up. Um, the unconventional prep. Everything's been said. Like we said, what's he doing at 1,400 first up at Moody? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, know That's that, it. which there's I wanted to ping for it. Sorry, what?
2: Yeah, no, you're right. No, just like even uh, like a windy up, like a horse that takes – you want him to be fresher than – and coming off a 1,000 to a 12, to me he's going to be fresher than 14 back to 12, even though he did obviously knock up there, he was underdone. Yeah, I think it's against him 14 back to 12 to being sharp as opposed to a 1,000 to 12. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think if he sort of going to overcome that and, uh, you know, I'm private eye, Hawaii 5-0 and overpass is just the forgotten horse deal for mine that – can so I just loved it stroll. I think Josh will, He rode a horse yesterday at Warwick Farm where he got the first four hundred sheep and and made them pay. Sort of built from the eight and took off. And I think he's going to try and do something similar here. And you know who's going to be the horse that's going to sacrifice himself in this race to put pressure onto him? I can't really see anything. Maybe alcohol free. Maybe because it it's just not Mar-Zoo in race. Will have it's to a race if it's a sits Cross. won't it. What's that? Marzu. Well, why would they sacrifice themselves? That's the only thing. Like, uh, Gay's got a couple in the race, and it, it probably suits both of her horses if she makes it a test with alcohol free. And she's got the big fella rolling down the outside as well. So that's the only thing that makes sense to me is if alcohol free tries to make it a fourteen hundred meter race because that's its only chance of really being in the finish.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky. Yeah, uh, I yeah I just think I, I wish I wins pro- the uh, the the most explosive horse I thought. I, I went back and had a look at his, some of his replays and I don't think he was trying at all when he ran in the lightning and I thought his finish there was quite good when they asked him to quicken and I, guess I sort of see what you're saying a little bit, but um, I, don't, I don't really care about the preparation. I think Moody's just not tried to give him a gut buster first up, which he didn't get. The way I look at it, I, I just see that he just wasn't, you know, didn't have any condition and he still you know, finished alongside a Mr. Brightside, Princess Grace, and the horse was probably at, I don't know, 85% fit. So I'm treating I wish I win just coming here first up off a trial because that's what that race was. Um, Luke Nolan sitting in the sheds all day, having 30 cigarettes, just priming himself is the biggest concern here. He has not got a ride on the rest of the card, which absolutely terrifies me, but... um yeah, that's the, if it had J Mac or someone else, I think it'd be an absolute great bet and an absolute steal. But
2: the worry is if they're coming home in 33 and you've got seven horses around you running home that are capable of running home in thirty-three, where's he gonna go?
1: But Hawaii 5, I thought was the um the big danger. He's gonna be out in clear air and
2: That's it. Those horses out there, if there's tarnage the on, on the back. inside, they should get the the clean air to wind up and that's the, the advantage, isn't
1: it? mm and then yeah, I don't know about the three-year-olds, but obviously three-year-olds sort of set up okay, but uh, couldn't back cylinder and uh, Shinzu. If their money comes for Shinzu, just watch out because um, connections in camp are just shifty as shifty as they come. So I'd uh, I'd be very wary of that lameness if it was a genuine lameness. But um, what a, what a cracking race! But uh, Hawaii fellow, poor old Tristan might have to duck and cover if Singo wants to have a bet there.
2: We think you will. I didn't click on anything this morning. I saw some big dispute about ownership between him, Hadley and Alan Jones. Was it to do with this horse or not Alan Jones? Was it with him, Jerry Harvey? But I don't mm. know what it was to do with this horse. But um uh, yeah, I know they were filthy that Nash is not riding him. So uh he will he'll absolutely enjoy this as much as anyone he's ever had, seeing how oh, if, if Jane Mack jumps on and the big fellow winds up down the outside. Sh- shouting, shouting
1: the forty or fifty thousand or however many. Well, he's just
2: liquidated there. everything else, so I'm thinking cash flow is no issue at the moment.
1: So he'll he'll uh, he'll share it around. Be an absolute beauty, cracking race. All right, uh, race eight is the Silver Eagle, the entree to the Golden Eagle, which is um, the Golden Eagle is actually the the what is it the richest race? Five million if you win the Golden Eagle. Which should surprise some because it's been marketed as the biggest race, the Everest, which is not really the case once you strip back, uh, carving up the uh, the money to the slot holders and all that sort of thing. But uh, the Silver Eagle is the one of the
2: sprinklers, one point two million extra. What's that? The sprinklers.
1: <laughs> Silver Eagle, uh, surprising favourite here. Yellow Brick, three dollars eighty, got beaten in the Wheatwood up at Toowoomba, uh, but it still holds favouritism here. Pericles, four dollars twenty. Interesting that I think this horse is the a uh, more shorter distance horse. Benedetta, one of ours, $4.80. Ruthless Dame, $8.00. Gaza Blanca, $9.50. Caboo, $10.00. Vienna Princess, $13.00. New Endeavour, $16.00. Uh, Madame Pomery, $21.00. 31 And that probably rounds out uh, the major chances there. Replay. we're going to have a look at here. Walt, is uh, Ruthless Dame?
2: Yeah, so obviously this is the, the lead-up run we just showed with uh, Overpass. So Ruthless Dame's back in the pom-pom there in the, in the blue. 1,100 metres, wait for age. Uh, I think they went out about six below and ripped home. That's not going to suit Ruthless Dame, but she sort of sticks with him. That's Marzu behind her, so he's running in the Everest. I know he's you know a thirty to one chance, but she's beaten home one of the contenders for the Everest in this eleven hundred meter race. Is said definitely not her go again. Just an absolute barrier trial. Uh, She sort of levels out, maybe peaks a little bit late, but that's absolutely fine. Eleven straight to fourteen hundred meters. She's got form around in secret. uh, Sunshine in Paris. It doesn't get any better from you know. Straight, bro. Uh, yeah, and the broke. and, yeah, I think this is definitely a target race. Like she's just going to go bang, bang into uh, the, the Golden Eagle or whatever it is and, yeah, I just can't understand how a horse like her who's clearly on target being set a program and looks like it's ticked every box is $8 and Pericles who has had two 1,400-meter runs, was favorite for an Epsom, was scratched during the week, now drops back to 1,300 meters, is uh, sort of favorite uh, Yellow Brick Road with, uh, you know, Midweek benchmark forms three dollars eighty, and who else is in the betting? Like well, this Benedetta. Is, I
1: thought they were going to go to the Manicardo for Benedetta, so this seems
2: yeah. like a different plan Again, altogether. It's up why, in this
1: to right? on that just seems madness.
2: That be That it? be why. And the money he's crazy. She's, she's the query runner, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. But I just, it's just, I can't understand what's not favourite. Ruthless day. Mm.
1: Thirteen hundred for Benedetta.
0: Yeah, it'd be a question mark for sure.
1: Mm. And then kaboo Where's
2: he at? Well, he's car. like that. right? you couldn't back cool. him in anything off that last run. This gay has got two horses in this race: this is it Coin Toss and New Endeavour that have both come over from the UK? Apparently, New Endeavour's the the better of the two at the moment, but you know they're sort of hard to line up. Yeah, if they if they win this race, too good. I think they probably both want the fifteen hundred or or further. I just keep coming. it's just keep seems no brainer. She seems it's like a good weird. bet, especially like each way. Chalky suits it. And put perfect draw. I don't think he'll get, she'll get too far back here. Like, um, she'll probably be sort of in front of midfield or midfield at worst. No brainer.
1: Cool. All right. We'll pull the trigger on uh, Ruthless Dame. I'm sure Az will be watching the show and he'll be licking his lips. It's definitely uh, one of his horses. He loves her. Uh, make sure you check out uh, racingwatch.com. to, do to get uh, Walt's analysis. A uh, bit of a hat tip too. Super hopeful. I think the horse was in the oh, last boy. race. It was, well we it,
2: was it was well named because I think we're absolutely cast coming in the last. We were super helpful a win. I think seventy dollars on the tote Walt. hippo gave it the career ride.
1: Unbelievable! So Walt rated at fourteen dollars on his sheet. So um, normal
2: that's... normal case, you send it out as like the value play this that and the other. The forty to one shops, and you get the old five unsubscribes ten seconds after the race from the from the people who don't like roughies. But uh, I think it saved more than it hurt. So God bless the hippo.
1: Amazing, amazing. I can't understand that. You find, you find a $70 winner rated $14 and, well, I don't know, do people want you to bet for them?
2: No, it's this is what it is. It's just, amazing. It's just the, uh, what is it, the, the the way some punters think and there's nothing worse than being tipped a rough unit lobbying. And you haven't backed it. And you haven't backed it. So I, I get it. It's just, just how, you know, punters think.
1: They just get air sickness. They see the price and think, oh, that can't win. Yeah. And the, you know what? They
2: can. Part of the great game. It's hard to stay level. Beautiful. So, racingwatch.com to do Telegram or
1: the Discord channel, both uh, very entertaining and uh, very good things to do. Caulfield Race 9 is Scooties Moral, 1600 meters, Caulfield Guineas, Militarizer's favorite here, $2.90 into two eighty. dollars Rick McIntosh's horse, $3.90, $7. King Colorado, Shalite, one of DK's, $13, V8, $15, Centrify, 17 Little Bros, 21 Griff. Twenty-one Southport Tiger in twenty-one. And then you got Wolfie twenty-one Verdad. Looks like a nice horse. $26. And that rounds out the race. I'm going to have a look at uh, two replays here. The first one is uh militarize. Uh his back sort of buried on the fence. And I think the horse uh beside him that he starts bumping into uh was King Colorado and what's the other um the Mar runner? They just go like sort of Nadal. Nadal, that's it. Yeah, I couldn't quite uh, place him, but he's sort of just in a buffeting duel with him, and then once he gets out, uh, his last sort of 200 metres is sort of electrifying, like the character it takes for a horse to be bustling around like a pinball and then to finish like that, uh, that's something that sort of sticks out to to me when I sort of look at uh, doing the replays. And with a little bit of rain sort of softening up the track so it's not going to be a road, I think uh, Militarise brings all that good two-year-old form on the uh, the wet tracks. He's proven at the mile. And uh, I was a bit scared for the opposition when, they, when I heard Chris Waller saying that um, – He's going to peak uh, on this weekend because that run was an absolute bottler in the Golden Rose, and the Sydney form usually shapes up uh, pretty solid down in Caulfield Town. Stapardi and uh, the other Caulfield Guineas uh, prelude here, you've got uh, Southport Tycoon and um, you got V8 there, uh, Centifires in there, but uh, the two runs were just huge down the outside here. Stapati wins the race, but uh, coming across his heels was um, DK's horse Shalite and I thought it was every bit as good as Stepati and then Stipati is you have to sort of take what $3.70 and then uh, the other horse Shalite who um, charges to the line as well he's around $14 so I think militarises uh, the Scooty moral but if there's a, a roughie or a knockout I thought uh, the value play that you could perhaps save would be, uh, be Shalite, maybe they haven't got to the bottom of him and he just looks like a horse too that if they get too much rain he's proven with um, a bit of cut out of the track as well, he's got some Really good performances on uh, on soft uh, soft track going. DK, thoughts on, on this one?
3: Uh yeah, I had a good look at it. Um <clears throat> I think you're right, Scoot. I think um geez, I went and had a good look at his sectionals. I've looked at him both first up and second up militarised and oh, it's I mean he's it was more even the last hundred the other day. Um the way he can lift his speed, he's sort of been slow, hasn't been able to build momentum before like he's been slow before the turn, say so the six to the four, something like that. And then just unleashes this big turn of foot, eating the line. Um, geez, that's prime for a mile third up. Three time, what is he? Three time Group One winner already. Um, gets drawn to build that momentum and wind up and let rip here. Uh, yeah, he. I think. I think that form's a little bit stronger. You no, know, a little bit stronger. I think it's just marginally stronger that Sydney form than the than the Melbourne Colts or the Melbourne three year olds. They um, all finished. I've got four, four across the line there with, with what. A long head between them or something like that so uh she she like just can't draw a barrier but it can go back and follow yeah follow something to the race um but you yeah, know i think i think you yeah, i think militarized looks um he could be it could just go wooshka down the middle here whooshka. what do you think mm-hmm. nico
0: yeah i kind of agree i think it's a good race to be out and wide too like we saw animo sort of press statement and, um a few of the other you know class cults that come down from sydney it's a Sometimes a great race just be building your momentum wide on the track and not be caught in a bit of traffic because there there is a few roadblocks here that you will not want to get stuck behind <coughs> and a few of them are going to be forward. I think that's probably the challenge for you know King Colorado's to party Centify, drawn 5, drawn 578 like do they try and get out early or are they going to weave their way through but there's going to be horses that are going to be stopping in front of them so although i think it's a tactical advantage for stepadi i I don't necessarily think the map's a huge advantage for him because i think he's surrounded by horses that are worse than what militarized will be surrounded by militarized can kind of just get out and build his own momentum so i think you need quite a good ride from john allen but these are bloody good horses to party, but militarised just might be a little better.
3: Oh, would love. It. I mean, the heart, the heart says, I mean, you do see Benny Spall's thing he did the other oh, day. I mean, yeah. the heart says, you want, you know, for us Victorians and for country Victorians, he wants to party to win, you know, Pushka and all the people from Sinanad and Horsham and things like that. I mean, he, and he's a great horse. And put it in Rick McIntosh, very passionate racing man. So the heart says, you'd love to see him win, but the head and doing that analysis looks like rise. And I don't think we deviate away from, I think, what Walt said a week or two ago he wins this and in into the full steam into the Cox Plate mm. as a bloody live chance to win it.
2: Just summed up pretty much it. That's it. I don't even have to say anything. The only <laughs> thing that would be interesting is the price. Will they will they risk it? Will, will we get $3 plus? I hope so. The bet just gets bigger.
3: Yeah, I think, I think we'll only get-
2: Caulfield can beat it. It's the only thing that can beat it. and well, I don't think it can. Magic Man, and we've been really sort of critical of at times over the spring, he's not shown his best, but the way he's been riding in Sydney and for him to go to, to, to Melbourne to ride this horse – when you've got Everest and things that he no doubt would have picked a ride up in, is a is a very good sign that this horse is uh, pretty special. Mm. I think you'll get three dollars, like wide gate, first time Melbourne.
0: Um, think that there'll be a bit of that in the market. So I'd be surprised if you got three fifty,
1: but I think you'll get three dollars. Mm. Agree. The other good thing is he, uh, Joe's got a um, he's got a ride on Red Card in race four, so you can have a bit of a spin around the track. He's not going like, to be like Trumby having twenty darts and then just going in fresh for the one ride on I wish I win, so I can, I guess, settle the nerves if he even has any. He's got Ruben Moss in race seven, so, well, he we can use a couple as a bit of a uh, spin around, and then he just gets to... Mate, ride. he'll
2: give this the full Zach Lloyd, but the way he rode, say, so what's your horse, Kovalika, in the, the way he rides horses from back in the field and sums up races, whether he has to save ground if they've gone slow or he can tell that you know the tempo's on early, he just starts trying to find the right back to drag himself into the race... He's about as good as a back-marking rider as, as I think there is. So he yeah, has said he'll run up every. He'll get stuck in a telephone box. Now that I've said that, but um, you know he's, he's in rare form for mine.
1: Beautiful. All right, we've given that a big push. So um, this could be the this could be the week that we uh, get the top sport top two promo over the line. So we'll go militarize in uh, race nine into Nico's uh, special there. Amelia's jewel. So hundred at three twenty-five per customer. So both of them have to finish uh, top two. Uh, we've bit the kiss of death there, so fingers crossed everything goes right there, and we can uh, launch you that. So that's now live on the sort website if you've got an account with them. So make sure uh, you snap that one up. And also, punningform.com.au is how I do the form. So I can just uh, flip flop around anywhere and uh, do the form quick as a flash. So uh, have punting form will travel is my motto. Best uh, form guide in the business for someone like me who's terrible with computers. Someone else who is terrible with computers. Is Anthony Don. He's been sending his little videos in via the mobile because uh, his computer's uh, got some sort of virus, but uh, here he is. Best bets this weekend, Eagle Farm. First one is
0: Little Nick's Race 1. Uh, much easier race this start. Held up slightly last start.
1: Um, should roll forward for Maloney. Hard to beat. Race 6, Mission of Love. Uh, Walt stopped it last start, but I think he can settle much closer. Has an engine and will finish over the top. Good luck, gents. Interesting one. Uh, I love Sydney the detail. Horse.
2: Do you love the detail?
1: Not much. Not much. I love the uh the picture of the surfboard. He's got has got he's his own, own head on the uh, on the surfboard. That's when you know. That's how famous he is. That's when you know. Yeah. Uh, little mix is an interesting one. Sydney uh Sydney form dropping back from 2,400 to 2200. I haven't uh got there yet. Ostmile was a good result for us last start, but um Yeah, it's it's, it's Camel Race this.
2: Yeah, had a long break before it resumed and sort of a – Bit of a slug um, little mix, but it's a bit of a slug race, in Twenty two hundred, it? 2,200, uh, I mean that with all due respect, the one-paced horses. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't had a good look, to be honest.
1: And then uh, race six is Mission of Love. That was the horse that uh, you liked last week, and I think yours was beating a length and a ton of delight, the one I like was beating ahead. So we were all around it, but fresh aired it.
2: Yeah, and, and a mile will suit this horse by the look of it. Um, it, it paraded. From all your reports, is a a lot better last start. It was given no winning chance to win the race, but great run. Yeah, great run. Not not the sort of horse you want to have your life on in life, but um, and we were sort of getting a little bit better price last time, but yeah, she's 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 got a huge engine. She's got a huge engine, and hopefully, yeah, uh, she's put in the race in time to to show it.
1: Well, Jaden Lloyd uh, owes us one. Was oh, it so Donny thought with Brosnan last week? Yeah. I don't think he did a lot wrong. He could have... No, a it, was just a, it was just very short. Positive. It was just very short.
2: I think it had its cheats.
1: Yeah. Uh, a bit, bit of no ping. Anyway, let's uh, have a look at Top spot steamers. Macarena, as I said, last week was good. They keep backing Solcom, so there's no Solcom this week. He's not running, but you watch next week. They'll be all over it. Uh, the first one is race four, number five, uh, Raf Attack, 250 at $11. Interesting race, this gloaming, uh, Walt. I... Um, I sort of found, um, well, what's this? This is the uh, Tom Kitten race, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is, Yeah, but it's, it's an 1,800-metre start, which is really tough. It's on a bend, so Rafatak's drawn inside, which is huge for it, whereas the stable mate Gambari's drawn 18. So you you would expect that hip try and fire it across. There's that other horse, that, shh, that noisy boy, like can't another one. What's it doing in this race? Uh, went, went nuts last start in this uh, the lead-up to this, whatever it was, and, um, yeah, sort of went way too quick. So hopefully they put the anchors on it and, and they set a more reasonable tempo here because they can sort of overdo it from that 1,800-metre start. But I'm not going to knock Raff Attack at the, the price, but I think the stable makes a better horse, Gambari, if he gets over. And then you've got uh, Snowman, who's drawn ideally, and, and Tom Tom Melbourne, Tom Kitten, drawn absolutely perfect with Nash. And he'll, he'll have a point to prove after sort of half-carving in its last two starts. So, yeah, it's a good race.
1: Tom Kitten partners, they wouldn't have any left. Nico, you're a a blue jacket man. I haven't looked at the
0: race, but he wasn't given much chance last start. So he's got ability. He might be looking for 1,800, so couldn't knock.
2: He hasn't even got near his grand final yet. Like people like you, what do they call it, pre-come? They, (laughs) um, you know, you've got to wait till these horses get to the right race. And I think, you know, the next two starts, Tom Kitten will show what it's all about. But um, there are some horses with good ability in it speaking
1: of that um i got a little bit when uh, i saw townhauser in the Ming dynasty he was set a monster monster task he was miles back and then i think he just ran out of petrol tickets See, like there's a couple of horses that were had already been first or second up and he was only beaten sort of four lengths so uh, i saw 18 dollars Townhauser, but when i saw that it was already into like 10 or 11 dollars and now it's in 850 so missed the price sharpshooters have um Knocked off Hazer and JMac mac has uh, got the ride now over Zach Lloyd.
2: Imagine the poor bloke who's tapped your phone and listening to you dribble and then sniping your prices. <laughs> he, he'll be at Centrelink on Monday. He will be.
1: <laughs> Race four, number uh, five, $308 on uh, Grey River for you,
0: Nico. Yeah, a well, red card's favourite and she burnt a lot of punters last night, $1.40, so that form looks a little bit iffy. Um, and then a few of the other lead up form doesn't look that great as well so she's pretty consistent grade with her. she usually runs up to her best and yeah i know a few people sort of found her at eight dollars and i thought she's probably one of the key chances if you're looking for a bit of df so yeah could
1: definitely come in there can't can't really add much uh, more to that one uh, race nine number fours to party this could be rick's bet three dollars seventy we've already discussed that one so good luck to connections there It'd be a great story as dk said and this could be Nico's here. Race ten, number three. Amelia's jewels. So fifteen hundred at two thirty-five. Looks like it's good shopping. And I'd uh, be interested to see what they uh, do with that one.
2: It's good that she's last race. Like builds holy it. Holy cow! There's going to like the results from the corporates. Everyone on the Chevy. Oh, oh, oh! It sets good. it up nicely, doesn't it? Great. Nico, for- imagine Nico. His butthole could be like it's a pinhole. <laughs> to come to the last if he's got all ups alive and she parades enormous. And, Militarized, oh my God. hopefully. Oh oh. Oh, oh, oh! second leg is of the the double, the top sport double. Oh, everyone. Josh, everyone too, too
3: smart, smart Blanksby, putting those races on late, Everest Day and the whole thing. Good on him.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, absolute cracker. The Common speed turnover. Common sense. You wouldn't believe Turnover toyed on Monday will be up up year on year. Yeah, that's an absolute cork.
2: Cool Might be so. up 80% like New South Wales is. <laughs> up you go, PPL. <laughs>
1: Bookies will want a very, very, very big lead coming to before five o'clock on, uh, on Saturday. Just,
2: you've got to watch it. What? The one thing that the PVL, when he's getting interviewed and he goes, Oh, Singo, he says, I've always loved him. He said, He reminds me of Tom Selleck in Hawaii 5 0. Well, Tom Selleck, known for his mustache, Singo never had one. Hawaii 5 0 never had Tom Selleck in it. <laughs> Just, he's joking. in Magnum PI, not Hawaii oh, 5 0. got the wrong one. And Oh, it's one of the great – he went on for like three minutes about it. It was just awesome. Oh it was just dear. awesome. And you just – I said, like, joke, if uh, if anyone pulled him up on it, he'd just ring up Wikipedia and stay, you know, just update that. Would you just change <laughs> the name of Magnum PI to a Y50, please?
1: Could be the fu- first sign of weakness for he- the emperor. He Could- might make He might Singo. be losing it.
2: He might make Singo come out in a mustache on Saturday. We'll see how strong, how big his power is. Jesus. World oh, class, the big fella.
1: I'm going to leave it there. But uh, DK – Hitting, uh, I reckon you're seeing him really well. It's just pilot error at the moment with you. <gasps>
3: what are you talking
2: about? Didn't no, uh, he lob a big plunge the week lob... ago, like 11 or 2 yeah, chance? Yeah, I know. So he's no. in
3: form. So the only way he gets better is if One there's a pilot error. What, what was the pilot error? One last week. No, I know. Oh, should right. have won by
2: further. Yeah, a lot you're flying. A lot I'm broke. saying
3: you're going really well. You should oh, be right. on, a, on a big roll. Yeah. Um, no, I'm st- I struggled this week. I was, I was, uh, Tatura's... There's no, there's no Jerry's R- R- going around there this week. Uh, uh, Nico morals there up from the last meeting. No good horses like that going around. And Cranburn, like only one that I was warming, well warming to form wise, and then it's it's one of Trent's in race one or something off a thousand oh, meters. And god. Going, oh god! No. So uh, it's two eighty or three dollars, and Militarizes two eighty or three dollars. So mate, you can I'll, I'll, I'll jump on them. I'll, I'll put more weight on militarised things. Nothing, nothing out white. Militarised for me.
1: All right. Uh I thought you might fall into um Cranbourne uh time of, time of my life. P. Moody,
3: two dollars. That's, that's race one. And yeah. it, was, it, it won its maiden, but it didn't run any it didn't run any figures. Like um yeah, so anyway, Re- reveline or something in race two ran into that half sister of or full sister of Lofty Strike the other day, but it's Trent. It's Trent. So I, I can not I can't tip him. I, can, I cannot. Can't tip the punters into Trent. So no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you well, can hear the
2: demons inside. I That's mean. the best part. They're just sitting on one of you. On, come on, come on. Okay, okay do it. Okay. Come on, come yeah. on. Trent can get one home. I,
3: you're <laughs> right. I, I was there for forty five minutes this morning, while coming and hour <laughs> and finding ways and looking whether to run the twelve hundred and breeding and having watching the replay four times, finding anything I could on the horse. And um, I was just the demons going because you got to gee yourself up. Is it the punt? You have got to steal yourself to bet, to tip, and. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucking like, I threw that I just couldn't do it to myself. Sometimes
0: really. you've got to go back to those um little notes you used to talk about you used to write DK thousand meter form. Yeah, thousand metres too. That
3: was a double. Yeah. Like if it was off eleven hundred, I reckon I could have tipped it. But it's off a thousand <laughs> meters and trained by Trent. So I said, no, got the double <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Just <laughs> sticky guns. Yeah. Please call us
1: the day that you buy a tried horse from Trent Bussett and put us all in it, please, because it's gonna jump
3: out of the ground. All right, we'll do it. The day will come. The day will come. Yeah. It's, it's we'll all be racing this. Can't <laughs> this believe we got our ex- bit on that thing yesterday. I cannot believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still <laughs> just so hot at the moment. There's tried sales, isn't it?
2: <laughs> what about that thing, Calabasas? What was it went for like three fifty yeah. or something? Oh my god! Damn!
1: It's crazy!
2: Yeah. Oh god! It's just it's unbelievable.
1: Western Empire, Poland, there's a lot of horses, and then just the, the market. Everyone's got a lot of money, despite the the cost of living crisis that we're all um, surviving. It'll be a cost of living crisis if Militarized doesn't win on. On Saturday, <laughs> I'll, I'll have cap in hand. I'll be—I don't know how I'll get through. It's, it's
2: tough. Like they're all six to four or two to one. Like it's—you got to kind of couple them up. And then if the first one gets beat, oh, it's so much pain. You just just want to sort of oh,
3: oh, it's still get off a smooth
2: start, don't you? you need to, oh. need a
3: smooth start because it's, everyone's going to be steaming late into oh. militarising and Miller's Jewel. It's going to be big late for everyone. Kettle Hill, smooth start. Yep. Get him home, punters. Last right.
2: winner I backed at Caulfield was Sweet Chassis, I think. When was that? About 2008 or something. So. Yeah, it's anyway, a long time ago. would you? Uh,
1: we're going better than Gay. Just fine, not the Caulfield Cup. The micro-shares holders would be absolutely livid with that one. Have a great weekend, Nico. Uh, I'm sure you'll uh, shoot the lights out from the yard. DK, um, no doubt you're going to terrorise me at the Gold Coast at some stage. I'm, I'm pretty I'm busy. I'm going to be parked in the come come
3: for Jupiters drink. for the weekend watching watching the races and punting, comfort. punting, so, uh, and plenty of other business. So look out. A couple of beers. I wish I would and sneak up
2: the fence. Or what, what did that guy call it from um, New Zealand? the, the boys oh, that boys the beauty.
3: You know, you know who
1: that was? I, th- I think that was Dan Carter, the all-black.
2: Geez, he's gone downhill. If it is, he doesn't look real well. Is he? Mate, he used to be used like to be. chiseled. He used to be oh, like God. David Beckham. He used to look like God. Oh, one wi- one <laughs> wish, one win. Something, he called it terrible. It was great. But if it gets up the fence, I won't be here next week. I can't deal with Scoot.
1: My one wish, one win will be militarised this weekend.
2: Have a great uh, call for you at, uh,
1: Guineas and Everest Day. Make sure you open an account with Top Sport. Take uh, full advantage of that top two promo. This will be our weekend, and we'll see you next week. Can't wait.